Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, we're still from the southernmost point of Dorne. We're still going up to the lands of always winter. We're still heading out west to west of Westeros, and we're hanging out in the shadows of the east. But this is Casterly Talk, and this is our first real look at Lords of the Rings, Rings of Power, a show we will be covering here on the channel after it debuts on September 2nd. And we have a big teaser, what they're calling a main teaser, and we want to spend a little time with it here today. I'm Ken Knapsack, joined by Alden Diaz. Alden, are you ready to go chase some rings all the way to Mordor? I am ready to grab our elven bread our magical cloaks, our, our pipe weed. I'm ready. And I'm also ready to embrace the fact that we now have teasers, main teasers, and trailers, yes. which is yet another distinction that I didn't know was going to happen. I've, I've been covering this uh, movie stuff and these uh, big fantasy and, and sci-fi properties for a while now. I still just all, co- I did trailers. I just call them trailers. The short trailer, yeah. mid trailer, long trailer. Not the correct terms. Not the correct terms. So we got the main trailer here today. And yes, we've been uh, hyping that we're going to cover Rings of Power on this channel. This is a, a Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon, World of Ice and Fire channel. But there's definitely some connection. But more than anything, I'm just a fan of Lord of the Rings, of that world. Uh, and I want to, I'm going to watch the show, but uh, this is a great spot to talk about it. And I'll say this, Alden, before we jump in here today to dive into this trailer a little bit. Uh, a lifelong fan of uh, the Peter Jackson movies, the property, the books, The Hobbit, all that kind of stuff. I don't know it like I know Star Wars, something I study, break down, and talk about daily. Uh, Game of Thrones, a world I still live in. House of the Dragon is uh, uh, just furthering that excitement, but I love the world of Ice and Fire. I love this world, Alden. But I'm looking forward to this show. I'm looking forward to watching this show, I should say, as a fan who's just showing up to the party. Yes, I I feel largely the same way. I love, love those movies. All six of them, I will say. I I will ride for the Hobbit movies uh, more so over time, too. Uh, But that was that was a pillar of my childhood was it was Lord of the Rings, uh, superheroes, Harry Potter and Star Wars and Lord of the Rings always being there uh, has ebbed and flowed and changed. And I did read the trilogy. I, I did a did a not great reading of the Silmarillion in high yeah. school. Like I probably didn't pay attention as much to it as I should have. Yeah. But it, I, this to me is 
I'm excited to see what they make out of many threats. And yeah. so that's that's the perspective we so have here. If you're just joining us here for the for, for first time, maybe Rings of Power is bringing you to Casterly Talk. Uh, we are normally a long-form podcast. We love uh, hanging around here on YouTube, and we're hoping to uh, build our presence a little bit more on there. No secret there. So some of you might be watching, and as we go into the discussion, and this isn't a breakdown. This isn't a beat-by-beat breakdown. Here's this Easter egg. Here's what this means. There's other great channels that do that. And I always say, we're part of a, a bigger ecosystem of geek coverage. And I've been watching uh, Nerds of the Rings. It's a great YouTube channel that seems to be just steeped in knowledge. I'm learning a lot from there. Uh, so you might hear us say things today where we don't know the names. We don't know the places. Uh, feel free to comment if you're on YouTube. But comment with that spirit of, hey, let me help you or let me share my joy from it here. I know that's interesting to ask for on YouTube, but I just want to let you know where we're coming uh, coming from. It's a lot of fun. I, I do know this world. I'm not lost. Uh, I just, when it comes to the show and the legalities of what they can cover in the show, what a state gave them permission and what this and that, I all come, uh, come I, I, it all comes down to me what the showrunners were kind of saying, Alden, in the Entertainment Weekly article. Hey, we are doing uh, a show that is uh, our show. It's our story based on a lot of things in a lot of places and a lot of events, you know, we're just kind of putting it together and seeing, you know, hopefully you can see and enjoy what we do. And hopefully it feels like Middle Earth. That's my opening ramble. Alden, I'll let you tag on anything you want to add there. Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to, I'm going to tag that ramble with a note of excitement for the different levels that we have here. I'm excited as a, you know, 95% of my fandom for this is Peter Jackson related. I'm excited on that level, but I'm also excited for those people that without anyone helping them can take this trailer and say, that's first age, that's second age, that's this, that's that. I I love that. I love your yeah. tweets. I love reading it. I love knowing now what my favorite part of this trailer is called because uh, yeah. I looked it up after. That's exciting to me. Um, and I think that it's going to be hopefully a fun and educational television season. Yeah, the simple thing, we're in the second age, thousands of years before Frodo and Bilbo roamed these lands. But a lot of the names might be familiar. It might be the same. We're hanging out mostly uh, on the island of uh, Numenor, uh, right, uh, if, if memory serves. And that's mm-hmm. where a lot of the things we see here today. But we're going to dive in. Like I said, not a detailed breakdown, beat by beat, shot by shot. We want to talk about feelings, talk about emotions, talk about what we liked, what we might have struggled with, what we're expecting. And also, what is one of our favorite things, Alden? themes and what this show will be about so let's dive on in what are some of the things you love in this trailer trauma can uh trauma. the trauma fun where light-hearted trauma <laughs> excited trauma no I, I love it i love how sweeping it is i've said yeah. this on casually talk before i love that with these two big fantasy things coming that one can be pushed for a family audience and one is decidedly not and i love that that difference is being embraced here in this trailer it's sweeping it's exciting but I also, I'm not joking about the trauma because the part that got me the most is two iconic film characters now reinterpreted. We have Elrond and Galadriel. Um, big shoes to fill as characters and with those performers. Hugo Weaving, Kate Blanchett. Yeah. And now you've got, uh, you know, Robert yeah. Amayo and yeah. Morfid Clark. Yeah. Young Ned and Stark. That's all you need to know. Young Ned Stark. Young Ned Stark, but no longer doing the Wes, my sister. Now it's the Gal- Galadriel, you need to stop. Yeah. You can stop fighting. And I thought that that was such a powerful mm. emotional hook for the two of them. Yeah. Because if you're pushing this toward us, you know, those movie fans, um, which I'm not saying they are, I'm saying if yeah. you were to focus on the movie fans, right? we know that Galadriel eventually does retreat 
Talorian, retreats to the forest, and we meet her as this really, really mythic and, and goddess-like mm-hmm. removed person. Yeah. But here she's in the fight. How do you get from there to there? Mm. And we see that she saw stuff mm-hmm. that is horrifying and that Elrond at this point has hope yeah. by fellowship, not as much hope. So it's a really interesting battle of uh, hope and cynicism. Yeah, and I love that. One of the themes that's emerged, and, and we're looking at the trailer, but also there was this uh, article from uh, Entertainment Weekly that came out that had some really wonderful insights. And and one of the big themes in this show is going to be, you know, how far uh, into the darkness are you willing to go to do the right thing? And, I, you know, it's hard for me not to bring Star Wars into every conversation, but there's a lot of themes that are similar here, and a lot of themes that, that connect. And Star Wars kind of has a stance on be careful of going into the darkness. You don't want to, it's how you fight is just important as, as why. And uh, that that made me think about what you're talking about. Is, is is there a cost to these particular characters and to the land as it slips into darkness? Uh, that's, uh, you know, an interesting place to start. It's a big place to start for a, a battle of good and evil. Absolutely. And, you know, this Harfoot character who has the narration at the beginning mm-hmm. before that lovely song. Love that we had some Tolkien song in there. But you you present like the, this race is here. The other three races are here. There's a separation that will continue to yep. sort of plague them. There are moments of unity, but you know we know that by the time of the War of the Ring that it's still hard to get people on the same page. Um, and everybody's got these, it's a battle of opinions right now yep. where you know King Gilgalad is saying that something's going to walk over all the lands, this great, this great evil, this great darkness. Yep. Elrond and Galadriel debating, but also King uh, Elendil, whose sword will be <laughs> kind of important yep. uh, if you remember from them movies. He, he's like, the past is the past, and the past will dominate us if we let it dominate us. There's a lot of, if you ignore it, it's not just going to go away, overtones. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're, we're see, this is what you and I do, Alden. We just start going, I wanted to say, there was a pretty bird in it, but now I want to go deeper into the themes here, and we'll get to some of the things <laughs> we love, and even some of the things we might be struggling with. Uh, yeah, I, uh, the way some of the, the big themes uh, were presented, what's at play? The idea of change, very important. And what? And the question is, yeah, how far do you move yourself from the past, or how far do you go when you, when you, if you just decide to learn from the past? What do you take forward? What do you leave behind? Uh, you got Working through trauma, all that kind of stuff is, is pretty exciting to me we do see a young Isidore Isidore on on the ship you know he's just out there sailing the high seas he's not the guy that's going to take down Sauron yet uh so how does he change how does he grow and then the idea of connection you're talking about the you know the 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 Harfords are are you know uh that's all we have well all we have is each other and there's a piece to that that's how we're protected and you you see the men the the, the elves the dwarves completely separate and that doesn't change and that kind of leads to their downfall so does does this show kind of uh, hi, uh, heighten and and hold up the idea of connection being the best way forward and, and who's on board with that and who's going to fight that kind of change. Yeah. And I love that everything we're describing is works perfectly within its context of its own piece, but theoretically, like I, I love that it exists in this like legally ambiguous and protected <laughs> zone of like, this is not a prequel to the, unlike house of the dragon, this yeah. is not a prequel to the thing that you all know. Mm-hmm. However, thematically i would like to think that you know five seasons from now it will present a visually and legally protected uh thing that could be watched uh in line with what we're seeing because it's hard to not because peter jackson's films are are, are so big that they're as much an influence on lord of the rings now as those novels visually so it's like it it feels like they are telling 
that big grand story we see as Zildor now knowing his fate that hangs over it. Yeah. He doesn't, the characters don't know what we know. And I love that we're seeing them in a, in a place that is still inspiring, fun, the swashbuckling mountains, swords, boats, all that stuff. Um, the joy of the Harfoot, seeing them dance. Like they're the yeah. only group that looks to be having any only fun. Only one that looks happy. <laughs> Yeah, only that looks happy at all, as they should be. Uh, and I, I love that 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 trend is there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Dwarves Kingdom, uh, you know, it looks they got some grass and waterfalls going this time around. You know, it, it looks a little better. Uh, yeah, no, I love some of the the ideas. The the line of you know the fight isn't over, and it's clearly a world that's disconnected, but it's also a world that's enjoying some sort of 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 peace. Uh, we do see perhaps the vision of uh, the War of Wrath, which is uh, something towards the end of the First Age. We know Galadriel, uh, potentially, again, based on how much they're bringing in certain elements of her story that is known, uh, might have yeah. lost you know brothers in a fight, and we see per- perhaps one of her brothers in, in this series. Um, a lot of that is uh, open to the show's interpretation of events, so we don't want to marry ourselves too much to the lore there. Uh, but yeah, the, the fight isn't over is a big idea and a big theme as well. Uh, we can come back to some themes here in a second, Alden, but I do want to talk about things we'd like. And you mentioned like music, Howard Shore's involvement, mm-hmm. how much, you know, shot in New Zealand. I think future episodes might not be in New Zealand. I was looking some of that up there. could be in England. Interesting. Uh, um, but it, it's that dance. How close do you get to the movies that change the world in a lot of ways? Uh, and and did so much for the fantasy and sci-fi uh, realms of of, of shows um, and movies. How much can you get close to that? I think even the first shot of Gladriel, like you're like, oh, is that Kate Blanchett? And like you know, it's not. But then pulled back, and I thought they were kind of pulling in what you know, but reminding you it's a brave, bold new world. And I thought they did the trailer did a really good job in that regard. Absolutely. I mean that. I mean, I was texting a buddy like immediately, like, and he's like the elf motif. I was like the motif, the musical motif. Yes, oh my yes. God. Like starting with that, but not doing it straight up and then pivoting away from it was sort of their way of saying, this is that race. This is that people. It is that majesty. But again, we are not prequelizing it a, because we can't and B because it's, it's a different thing, but it's a different thing that cannot get away from where we know it's going there. But these conversations of, of Galadriel saying the evil's out there. It's just a matter of where no. we are sitting there, you know, eating our, our what Friday night snacks, Sunday night snacks. I forget when this is going to air, uh, but we're Sunday. sitting there like, yeah, yeah she's right. She's right. Elrond. <laughs> like <laughs> he's out there yeah. uh, slowly amassing his power. But yeah. I love that it, it's able to do all those things, but, but also having still its own history, the first stage. I mean that, Mm-hmm. those you don't know what I've seen. That's my favorite part of the trailer of yeah. what I, I have looked up as a, the kinslaying of Alcalande. Yes. Uh, which is the only, well, the first instance ever of elf on elf violence. Right. When they turned on each other. So I love that there's an original sin hanging over yeah. everything, which, you know, in Star Wars terms, it's like the, the we're once part of the Jedi. Yeah. Like that's the, that's the thing. The fact that choices are what drives yeah. story and the choices yeah. still might hang over you there uh this is also you know we've seen a lot of photos we've seen some clips and little trailer here and there i will say i, I was on board for everything in a, in a in a relative uh kind of sense but man this is the first time i looked at this and it's like this feels epic they're hitting some of the big things i was really excited and i even kind of poking around my own personal discord uh from, from my patreon page a lot of people were like yeah this is the one this is the first bit of media around this show that has pulled me in and i and i think uh, that's a tip of the cap to to the Amazon team finally getting some out there that that can that can pull in some of the people that are on the fence. Yeah, absolutely. This was not not put up or shut up time like there was a, a, any danger, but yeah. it was definitely right. 
a, a presentation of all the elements, a presentation yeah. of not just clips of voice, but characters in conversation, not yeah. just looks at armor and swords, but characters in action. It was yeah. definitely the most uh, show don't tell, but also lots of tell in a good way. Yeah, no, and and the the shot in in, in uh, the red, whether it's a flashback or not, of Galadriel and the army and the armor, and there's the, the the red, the 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 darkness of it. It was uh, it was a stunning shot, especially for uh, the Lord of the Rings world. And, and I've already seen it. Look, and the show has you know over one billion dollar budget or whatever they say, and the pressure on it. And this is a property that's been so popular for you know uh, over half a century. Uh, the pressure's just almost insurmountable, which is may, might free the show up to just do what it wants to do. But I'm already seeing people say, well, they better they better have these characters in here. They need to have these characters because they're key to the story from the books. That's the only thing I, I, I worry about. And the, the trailers uh, can't fight that. that it, the show can't fight that. It is just going to be what it is. They only can do so much. And the, as showrunners and creators, they're only going to do what they need to do to tell their story. And I hope that is, uh, is a spirit that uh, people can get on board with. Absolutely. What they need to, what they can, what they're allowed to, and and what they can rein in. I mean, this what this has shown us, more so than maybe anything that is coming up, uh, film or television, is a scope that is unparalleled. Where it's, I mean, I believe we have 20 leads. Yeah. And that's excluding, you know, who would be classified as supporting, minor, yeah. uh, walk-on, whatever type of role. Uh, so that's a ton of people. I, I mean, I don't expect these Harfoots to ever meet Galadriel. Like this is yeah. this is a mm. it's not anthology, but this is you know we're bouncing around sort of like Game of Thrones season one style, where mm. people were introduced there, and you're like, what is yeah. this? Does Thraki? What is, this does have nothing to do with Robert Baratheon? Right. That until, but sometimes they mention each other, and I think it's going to be a lot like that. Yeah, um, in the best way. I love that. Uh, I love that there. Uh, a couple other things that you might like here in the time we have remaining. Um, I would just like to say that uh, I wish I had the money for all the replicas that are going to be coming out of this oh, show. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I, I think that, you know, I, I jokingly said, I posted my four favorite shots on, on my Twitter and I said, if you're going to spend as much money as they have, you need to go as hard as this. And they really did. This is the most cinematic looking. Mm. I mean, who knows how it'll be in full context, but this is out of the trailers. Yeah, this is it's this and like Andor really for me where I was like, oh, we're there now. We're there. That's a, a great example of the Andor trailer. A lot of people either were dubious uh, about that show's existence, uh, Star Wars fans, but not sure what they wanted or what are they going to do with that show. And then did that first uh, big trailer at Celebration, the Andor trailer. Yeah, it kind of gives you a sense. You said scope. Uh, that's what I feel of this trailer going back to that. Like, oh, got it. I'm on board. I was going to watch anyways, but now I'm. Now I'm excited. And before I was just kind of like, yeah, we're going to do it. It's going to be my Sunday night. I'll have Game of Thrones on the House of Dragon on a Friday. Uh, now I'm excited for it in its own right. One of the things I want to say that I, I, I guess that after watching this trailer, it's a bit of a struggle. Um, but I want to pitch it to you here. Uh, if we can uh, get to it in about a minute here, you and I are trying to get right to it here. Uh, this show has so many wonderful themes that you and I have already discussed. We're excited about. But a lot of it's repeated themes that are from other things. Star Wars and, and Game and Lord of the Rings, I think, have more of a theme, thematic connection than, say, Game of Thrones or something else. Um, mm -hmm. And I worry, I'm like, is it... Lord of the Rings is one of the, the OGs in this regard, right? The hero's journey's yeah. been around for a long time, but uh, Tolkien kind of put that out, and that influenced so many other things. And the other things that influenced almost got bigger than, than Lord of the Rings, which, you know, statistically might not be true, but you know what I mean by that. 
that now this might seem almost old, old-fashioned and outdated, that it's like a battle of good and evil. Star Wars even struggles to keep people interested when it deals with that. Uh, will that show, will this show struggle in that regard of just seem uh, seeming too nice? You know what I mean? Yeah. Is it, can it be relevant in the world of gray? Uh, yeah. Is a very, very interesting question. I, I What I think is interesting, it's about angles. You know, we're, we're in the same way that the Star Wars sequel trilogy um, depending on who you ask, this could be a great thing or a really bad thing. Uh, they continued quite literally the evil that was present in one through six. But yeah. you and I could go on for days about the angles that made that yeah. not only valid but unique. And I think and what's important. cool about yeah. this is yeah. we know it's second age, yeah. and so there's the context of we're. I think we're going to be able to watch this battle of good and evil and celebrate all the wins while also sitting here and knowing like. Oh, but you didn't do either A, enough, yeah. B, the right thing, C, you didn't communicate it to the right uh, individuals around you. Yeah. So I think that, there, yes, it might be like too straightforward, good, evil fantasy, but the, the history repeating itself, I think, is the angle that's special here. Uh, I really agree with that. A great way to kind of end the show here, at least in terms of those discussions. The fight isn't over. It's about change. But what does the past teach us and how do you work through those traumas? Big, giant, important themes. Alden, any final thoughts on the Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power, main teaser? One, two, three. We'll see. Yeah, may, my main teaser thoughts are that uh, Morphid Clark's Galadriel is going to become my entire personality. So just <laughs> get ready for that. Uh, I, I've been in love with her take ever since they unveiled the logo. Yeah. And she said Mordor with all the extra R's. <laughs> yeah. I think I, her name is Morphid. Like that's just that she sounds like a fantasy character. Yeah. And I love her. Yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm excited to see it. So thank you for watching us here on Casterly Talk. Generally, uh, we are a House of the Dragon, World of Ice and Fire, Game of Thrones show. But yes, we're going to be covering Rings of Power here. Me, Alden, and uh, other guests as well. Some who know uh, know this world even more than we do, which is why we want to talk with them. Uh, you can uh, subscribe here on YouTube. Hit that bell so you can get notifications. Also, we are mostly actually first a podcast. So you can get Casterly Talk wherever you get podcasts. You can follow me at Ken Napsock or go to my website, KenNapsock.com. Alden, where can they follow you, my friend? You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at that Alden Diaz, T-H-A-T-A-L-D-E-N-D-I-A-Z. Talking Star Wars on Octo Radio, a Star Wars podcast on the One and Done Film Club, and uh, talking about how much I love Galadriel on all of those platforms. Your new aesthetic and lifestyle. I love it. That's Castle <laughs> Talk. Look at the rings of power. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>